0: let's be real media is pleased to announce we are sponsored by ralph brand ralph culture is surrounded by skates punk and hip-hop art we are looking forward to co-designing materials for this journey with them please visit ralphbrand.com for purchasing merch now and for future collaborations with let's be real media
1: say tell
0: Be back let's be real podcast i know we've been on a little hiatus for two weeks but we're back here making our ways around
1: how are everybody doing man life is good i can't complain it's amazing right now i'm good brother another year older man blessings welcome Dude, to them 30s that's part of the reason we're out welcome to the 30s <laughs> <laughs> yep
0: last person that's one of us who had to make it to 30 but that's part of the reason we we're out we were most most of us went in dallas Trevor was in nashville for the uh wrestling uh summer slam event so uh yep we were definitely had our fun but we have a guest on today my guy uh big man of the podcast ryan harris from the jump pass podcast how you doing man huge fan of the podcast <laughs> there you go
2: huge fan
0: huge fan of you <laughs>
2: you guys work man appreciate i appreciate it. y'all having me in here for sure um Appreciate you know y'all bringing that content, and I got I got y'all on notifications. So when y'all get live, I you know head to my little my little office and watch y'all talk. You know all sports. Yep. For Speaking for of sure. that,
3: if you listening right now, make sure you go ahead and hit that notification, hit that subscribe, <laughs> like, subscribe,
1: what hit that all like, stuff. comment, get at us, <laughs> good plug.
3: <laughs>
0: Yep, and listen to us on any podcast platform. If you prefer audio, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever you want to hear us at, and all of us on Twitter. So uh get connected with us. Man, we just bring y'all the content. We try and do the best we can. Hey, it's a lot building on Twitter trolls, i tell you that much. But <laughs> as we always do with our first-time guests, uh, I did have Ryan on the Let's Tighten Up podcast, uh, former Let's Tighten Up podcast. As y'all know, I uh, don't have a podcast anymore. Last year, I had them on, I think, in October of last year. So we'll do – I had the Q&A on last year. It's going to be kind of remixed this year, uh, different Q&A. But first question I have for you, when I first got you let's tighten up, you were just starting to jump pass. So it's about nearly a year for you with the jump pass. So what is some advice you have for, like, podcasters that are, like, that has trouble – podcasts that start and stop, that don't continue going? What advice do you have for them to continue going to make it? to keep going year after year
2: man just really just focus on your content i mean don't focus on the the views and downloads just focus on just bettering your craft you know once you better your craft the views and the you know and the downloads and stuff they'll come you just got to make sure that you providing accurate information you know don't try to you know be a high take person or anything like that just be yourself You know, if you're a person that likes to joke around on your podcast, you know, joke around on your podcast. If you're a person that likes to just be a stats person and talk about stats and compare uh, different things um, in regards to what you're talking about then do that. Just, you know, just find something. Just find your niche. Don't try to copy somebody else's that's doing well, because nine times out of 10, you're going to be known as a copycat. You're not going to be known for putting out your own, you know, for putting out your own material, because you're going to be known for putting out somebody else's material. So just, you know, just be yourself. And as long as you be yourself, the views and downloads will come and just be consistent with it. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna put out an episode every, you know, Monday, then put out an episode every Monday. If you're more of a bi-weekly kind of a person where you want to put out an episode every couple of weeks, then you know, put out an episode every couple of weeks. Just, you know, just don't confuse your fans. And you say, okay, I'm going to do every week. And then you miss three months, especially without giving some kind of notification as to why you're missing those months. So like for me, for example, I didn't really um, put out a lot of episodes on the jump pads during the offseason because, I mean, Titans are, let's keep it real. The Titans are pretty boring. They don't really be on the news a whole lot when it comes to like, you know, stuff that happened in the league or any trades or free agent pickups or anything like that. So I always put that disclosure in the beginning of my show just to let the audience know, hey, this is why I haven't been putting out show, you know, putting out episodes. So just be consistent and just uh, put out your own material and just
0: and just have fun. That's the most important thing. Just have fun with it. Yep, for sure. For sure. You know, consistency is key is our uh, motto over here. So we definitely know all about it. We're on past for a little past four years with this podcast. Same thing. Views there's plenty of times almost it hits about april every year i don't know why it's about that month i guess around my birthdays in march around that time every single year i get down about the podcast uh for whatever reason uh mostly views and everything but i always snap out of it keep going consistency is key we'll get to one we we'll get to so I'll definitely feel that uh what are some challenges you faced uh with the podcast since you have started since i think this was your first like solo podcast you did the post game holder beforehand right correct so
2: Really the the challenges I would say is kind of having that balance between your personal life and just, you know, putting out episodes and things of that nature because, you know, I got a lot of stuff going on. You know, I'm a, you know, a full-time worker. I'm a full-time husband. Also I'm a full-time student. So, you know, you know, I'm in school and everything. So you kinda, you know, you gotta have that time management. So time management is something that I've been working on constantly just trying to be better on my time management skills, but it's still kind of tough because, you know, life happens, you know, you might have to, you know, step away for a sec. You know, I had to, you know, kind of pause myself a little bit, you know, when my grandma died around December. So I had to, you know, and then some other things that was going on in my personal life as well. So I had to like, you know, take a deep breath and, you know, try to manage that time and try to manage my mental health as well. So it's just, it just, to me, the, that's the biggest challenge, just to be able to have that time management down pat. Some weeks, I'm I'm really good at it, and some weeks, I'm not so good at it.
0: Yeah, definitely understand that, too.
3: Yeah, I got a question. So, like, w- what keep you motivated? You know, while you out dealing with life? You know, you out doing a podcast by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Titans content, you know, is a bunch of those podcasts. So, you may think, you know, I may get overlooked. You know, like we all do. But what keeps you motivated even while going through life, even while, you know, losing your, your, your loved
2: one? What keeps me motivated is just being alive. You know, I always thank, you know, I always thank the God. I mean, thank the the Lord above, you know what I'm saying, of just being alive and just being able to, you know, have something to do today. You know, as Shark already knows, you know, Monday, my favorite day of the week It's just the start of something new. Start, you know, the start of the week, start of just, you know, the unknown. You know, just, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You know, what keeps me motivated is just being able to, I always got something to do. I'm not just sitting down there letting the the world pass me by. You know, I'm always got something to do. Always, whether it's working on school, working on the podcast, you know, doing some other side projects, spending time with my wife, spending time with my family. You know, I'm always got something to do because there's somebody out there right now. You know, unfortunately, don't have really much to do. Uh, They let life pass them by and they regret it every single day. And I don't want to be that person. So I always try to keep a smile on my face, have fun and just, you know, enjoy life. while it's still here? Because, you know, today might be your last day. Tomorrow might be your last day. So I always try to keep that perspective, try to have that glass half full mentality.
3: Getting messages on a sun, uh, on a Saturday,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well said, well said. And you know what? That was actually my next question too. So good, <laughs> great man. Thank you. Like, good transition. But uh before we move forward, who are your favorite favorites? Where well, we know, obviously, you don't hear for the Titans, Titans fan. Who are some of your other favorite teams uh the, the other sports?
2: Well, you know, I, you know, I, I ride with the Grizzlies. You know, I was born a Laker fan too, so I'm I'm basically still a Laker fan. At heart, but you know, they've been they've been tripping, man. So I don't even like associate myself too much with the lake, with the purple and gold. So I'm rocking with more of the, the Grizzlies because they're a little bit more real run and they got a, some kind of future, unlike the Lakers with this, you know, where they trade yeah, this they part? Heard of
3: them? Who that they the Clippers, bro. You may have heard of them. I think that'd yeah, sure.
2: and they and that's another thing too. The Clippers, they they're a little bit more real run than the Lakers right now to, re, to keep it a book.
3: They but, can't stay
2: healthy. That's their problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's their issue. They can't stay healthy. So, but yeah, that's all my favorite teams. You know, um, baseball kind of been following the Braves. Uh, Braves was like my childhood team, so I kind of got back into baseball again, starting to follow the Braves. Um, you know. As a black man, black man don't really watch hockey that much, but I've been following I've been following the hockey a little bit. You know, I watched the Stanley Cup play also. No, got a fan. Uh, they kind of gained a fan in me, so I'm kind of going to follow that. And then also, again, as a black man, don't watch too much golf, right? Black people don't watch too much golf, but I like golf. I think it's very Derek Puted. I like uh I like the challenges that golfers have to try to put a ball in a hole. So. You know, at the end of the day, those are some of the, the things that I like in regards to sports other than the Tennessee Titans. Therapeutic, huh? That's, that's, that's a nice <laughs>
0: little
1: take on it. I like that.
0: You're right. And also, uh, likewise with me and Trevor, you are also in college. You're uh, both Memphis and Tennessee fan. Am I correct? That is correct. There we go. Newest, was more of us out there, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> rivalry. But, hey. Support both teams, man. That's what we do around here. Well, us three of (laughs) these. But to move forward to some little more serious that went down this week, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Suspension came about. uh, So, one – I dropped a video earlier this week on Let's Be Real, uh, just a small to me in the video. Kind of speaking on here Twitter, blaming the NFL, yada, yada, yada. When the NFL didn't even give him the suspension. All right. <laughs> so Judge Sue Robinson came from the six-case suspension. All right. The NFL proceeded to appeal. Yeah, I think the NFLPA did respond with a notice or statement or something. So... Um, I guess what are y'all thoughts just about this whole situation from him getting the six games initially to the NFL appeal and uh, Ryan you go first and we'll start out there depth. We'll go to Trev then uh, Cheedy.
2: I was a, a little bit surprised when they gave him when was Miss Sue Robson gave him six games I, I thought it was gonna be you no know, 12 games or perhaps the entire year. Uh, I thought I that. Um, you know, I wasn't surprised that the NFL appealing because the NFL is about damage control. That's their that's they motto. They damage control. They want to control the narrative. They want to be able to make sure that they have their hands on something. And to me, they I always think that The Shield um, has always been one of those companies where they make you appear like they care about something, but they really care about their own brand. So they don't really care about the victims that – Deshaun Watson allegedly had sexual misconduct with, but they, they care about the fact that the backlash from it where the, everybody's like clowning the NFL, and they're like, okay, let's, let's see if we can, you know what I'm saying, do some damage control, have the fans like direct their energy to somebody else and not direct their energy towards us as the shield because, you know, we need them in order for us to do what we do, and that's put out a great product year in and year out. So, that, to me, I just feel like, you know, I'm not surprised at the outcome. Um, this, honestly, is going to just be the beginning because if they, you know, win the appeal and Deshaun Watson gets suspended for a year, he did indicate that he's going to sue the league. So, it's going to be far from over depending on what happens on this appeal.
3: Honestly, for me, this whole thing just been confusing from the, from the jump. You know what I'm saying? I've had my own you know thoughts of it and everything, and it is what it is with those. But um, I think that if I'm the judge, I'm looking at still Deshaun Watson didn't play last season. So that is what everybody's saying. He should be suspended this season, blah, blah, blah. He was suspended this season. So with that, it's like, OK, six games, let's add more to it. And I think as a judge saw the evidence in front of her. I think that's pretty fair be, you know what I'm saying? You why to suspend him two seasons, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to suspend him two seasons, then I need some kind of penalties for the Texans. That's the one name that I ain't heard a damn thing from all week watching ESPN and everything else. Like, they've known, if there's been 27 women that's proclaiming Deshaun Watson did something, they've known about it because he's probably been doing it for a long time. So if there's no issues, you know, no kind of backlash to the Texans, then... I think this six game is very considering that he did miss last season as a healthy NFL player. And then he did get the bag too. So, I mean, he's going to get the bag. He's going to get paid regardless. But I think the judge did look at last season of him not playing and say, okay, that's added on to the six game. I suggest the NFL should give him.
1: Yeah, well, we know why he set out or was out most of last season. He was looking to get himself up out of Houston. And Houston was like, no, we're not going to trade you. That's why he missed most of last season. It had nothing to do with the suspension. Um, I was one of the guys that blamed the NFL, and I'm going to continue to blame the NFL because this is their attempt at damage control pretty much turning on itself. Uh, You hired an independent uh, person to look into this case, which is a a lady judge. She basically followed your personal personal conduct policy to a T, and ultimately awarded Deshaun Watson six games. Granted, I felt he should have got the entire season for the incident along. Um, however, again, rules are rules. So that's why the NFL is approving this to Ryan, is appealing this to Ryan's point. They're trying to run damage control because they were thinking, okay, we got 27 women that's come out against Deshaun Watson. We're gonna appoint a lady judge surely they're going to rule uh, in the women's favor and Deshaun Watson's going to get a healthy su- uh, suspension, but she kind of just held the mirror up at the NFL and said, no, this is your policy. You need to deal with this. And right now and that's we're That's what kind of
3: gave me the most, Trevor. It's like, it's a woman judge. That's what gave me the most about
1: that. Appointed by the NFL to, uh, <laughs> to investigate this case because they was expecting, you know the whole PR thing that the NFL actually do care about women. Hey, we had a woman judge rule on this Deshaun Watson case. Ultimately gave him a full season suspension. See, we care about women. When actually she was like, "Nah, NFL, this is your problem. You deal with it. Like I'm going to follow your policy to a T, but I'm going to hold the mirror up as well and say, this is your issue. NFL, you got to deal with it, which is why you see them appealing now in hopes of a, uh, F year suspension, which again this could get ugly because Deshaun Watson to Ryan Spuy has said that he's going to sue the league uh, if he's uh, serving any time you know past this six games. Uh, but I'm with you, too. Also, I'm where, where's the Texans uh, accountability in all this? Because they're the ones who eventually broke the news, just simply because Deshaun Watson wanted out. So at one point, are we going to start holding the Texans accountable? That's that's all I got to say.
4: Holding oh, the Texans accountable. Uh, I hope y'all can hear me. I, I want to hold, first of all, let's back up a little bit. Daniel Snyder needs to be held accountable, too, um, for what he's done. And I feel like the power doesn't, it's, we, we say certain things for players, but we don't say the same for owners. So that's my first thing. Second of all, is for Deshaun Watson to only be suspended six games, but Calvin really gets a whole season for betting on his team. I just don't understand the rules that are in place um, for consequences. Um, I do not agree with either one. If anything, it should be the reverse. Um, but I definitely don't play with women in that regard, um, to be honest. But um, I don't agree with only six games. I think it should be more. Um, like you alluded to, Trevor, he sat out last season and was not, like he got suspended um but there has to be more ownership on if you are hurting a woman so to speak it's like there's no rules to affect women I, i'm looking at Brittany Griner is another one um who you know of course that's a whole different country a whole different topic but i do not like that these rules only apply to players and not owners as well i did want to bring up the daniel snyder and what he's been doing and done um and probably still doing um but also again for deshaun watson 27 something's on to stick um if not more and then like I said I don't agree with six I think it should be longer um, unfortunately um, and the Browns have made their plate and they're going to live with it uh, I making that decision uh because they got rid of Baker your boy too um but on to better farms for him right because of Carolina absolutely but, oh. yeah I'll get started I can't wait to talk about the NFC south when we get there um but again I do not agree with the whole ruling, but I also don't agree with the rules that are in place by the NFL um, for certain things. So I'll leave it there, fellas, but great conversation thus far.
0: Yeah. And to your point, she, uh, the NFL, NFL PA Guess the next bargaining agreement. They have a lot of things to discuss because like you, that's the reason I don't like comparing, like you compared to Kevin Ridley suspension, the gambling things in the CBA. So that's why he got a whole year. Right. Um, but sexual assault and things like that, I don't know if they are in there or if it's in there it's not you know it's not definitely outlined like gambling heels right that hurts the uh you know the integrity of the league so they they need to work on those type of things um uh, the Dolphins owner did just get two months, two, uh, two months suspension but he just got suspended uh for tampering with Tom Brady and Tom Brady again you know all this stuff just happened right so going back to the point of the Texans the Texans settled they reached a settlement with 30 with 30 women because they filed a lawsuit against the Texans before their involvement but nothing happens to them so back to Tukes point like we need something to happen to both not just the Sean Watson the Texans enabled him in all of this <laughs> right this all came out after he demanded a trade otherwise this we probably would never heard of it right so it goes back to the Texans on that point point. and with Deshaun, I do think uh like to everyone's point last year he won suspended now we could do what I you know I'm what is over what else we can do what if if he did decide to play they probably would have suspended him or put the example is right but because he didn't decide to play they just let him get paid and play the whole season. But what if or oh, what if he didn't play and it wasn't because he was suspended and he got paid. So technically they can't take last year into account when factoring his suspension for this year. Um, I thought – I don't think – because he actually didn't go to jail, he didn't get actually charged, I didn't think he should probably get a full year. But I thought he should – I think he should get more than six games. Um I don't think it's just super like rah rah big deal because when it boiled down to it, he's going to end up playing in in, in the NFL again, right? It's not like his career is going to be over over this, and a lot of different things can you know we don't know the whole stories of everything that happened with the women. Uh, so all of us is just on the outside looking in. Only he know, and the women who were involved know what really went down. So when it boiled down to it, the NFL, uh, they like y'all said they try to enable get a woman, try to appoint her to. Save face to take off with them and try to act hard by saying, hey, we want a full year for him. Uh, she didn't give them a full year. All right, we're about to appeal and get a full We're trying to get a full year for him. So it's a it's a bunch of mess. I don't think it's about to end anytime soon because if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm fighting against the league too as well. Like if he, he's pleaded innocent this whole time, he probably just settled the, the civil suits just to get it over with. More so than because he really believed he did something wrong. Uh now that's another thing with him. If he really don't think he did nothing wrong, he did do something wrong, that's a whole different story. I ain't, I ain't we had no involvement with that, but <laughs> uh if I was him, I would be if I, I would you know challenge the league after they appeal this as well. So it, it's gonna be a bunch of mess, it's not about to end time soon. He might end up playing the first game of the season because of this, because normally during the appeal process, you're now on suspension, it's under appeal. So doesn't go a lot of ways. I know the Browns did only a uh, guarantee on $1 million this year. So smart on their part when they make the deal to say, I right, this year might be a bit of a mess. So we'll just take a wash. We we'll pay on the rest of the full amount over
4: the following year. So we'll see what this headed to. But she No, and I think he still gets to play the preseason though, right? Like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, that's going to be some controversy there too. That's going every Cleveland Browns game that's preseason is going to be talking about that the entire time. So okay.
3: Yeah, and took. Yeah, that's my bad. It just felt like Deshaun was suspended. That's that's my bad. I didn't want to spread misinformation for sure. But I got a thing for y'all. At the end of the month, right, the American Massage Therapy Association will be having their national convention in what city? Cleveland! <laughs> just thought that was pretty funny. <laughs>
0: all their of it <laughs> but yeah, man. So let's move forward uh, to get well. First up, before we move forward, like uh, she did a little too early, I had to prepare for the end of the episode to kind of give a uh, you know free breeding grinder nine years. Hopefully, this is a ploy to everything for the trade off with the trading prisoner swaps or whatever they trying to do making NFL trades out here. But free breeding grinder nine years, man. Like that and, uh, Joe Biden.
4: Where you at? But Joe yeah, only care yeah. about the gas prices. If you look at Joe's Twitter, yeah. all he care about is oh, well, the yeah. gas prices are down, and you know we got Barely. jobs. That's great, man. Barely but it, get rid of the loans and get Brittany Grinder home.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to even go into the whole Brittany Grinder thing. Like this, yeah, this that's is one not I forget. Yeah, it,
3: it, it's Russia just point. funny. It, it's funny for me. Like they say, keep politics and sports away. But Vladimir Putin turned into Danny Ainge. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> did,
3: yo he like bro I you all right y'all want to play like this I right, let me up these things and y'all real quick and i already don't yeah. like you it. it's like the Celtics and the lakers trying to make a trade Nah, mm-hmm. facts yeah nah. Fact.
0: hey bro but uh uh trev you
1: had anything else but that was it that was I it. They I was are. gonna say Russia playing chess, the US playing checkers right now with this bring the Griner thing. Like that's all what that is.
3: They are, but I do wanna if we're gonna be real about the whole situation, I think because if you are if you just an American period, you do look at Russia and be like, you know, they're quote unquote enemy because of politics or whatever. So I feel like we do have to hold Raining Grinder accountable, you know, for going into not only overseas territory, but literally enemy territory with something like this. Like that's one time that you gotta deep you gotta be super, super careful in what you do. And you know, but you she's been off. going gotta, to
1: Russia for she's been going to Russia for the past eight years. Like I mean, she's playing for Russia's uh no, nah, he's talking about the he's talking about specifically
0: going to the airport with the with the with the, with
3: the, with, the, with, the with the like getting caught yeah yeah, yeah. You okay I, I,
0: you sure you do that in u.s airports let alone yeah. <laughs>
3: overseas you're <And he> going <laughs> in like i said not overseas but you in enemy territory like,
0: prime you know. example iman champion just got arrested right for uh we at the airport he probably found to get out of jail pretty quickly you remember greg Robinson? we had the episode about him like two years ago he had 157 pounds he's out He just got arrested again for drugs a couple months ago. But so that's the difference between (laughs) us and Russia. (laughs) But she,
4: Um, I I can't remember. I I retweeted this, um, but there's a a similar case that is like Britney Grinders in Russia, right? There's some lady that doesn't look like Britney Grinder. right? Um, We're going to be honest. She's Caucasian, had much more than 0.7 grams of weed. And she got out after, I think, like two months or something like that, if even that um and so but we're facing nine years for a cartridge no don't get me wrong i I get it wrong is wrong but again where's the fairness but again we don't live in russia so i don't even care about them but don't bomb us russia i hope you listen don't bomb us it ain't me
0: (laughs) but also brittany grinder is uh, it's two things that race plays a part but also brittany grinder is bigger we know we brittany grinder is brittany grinder right that's a name so that was a Russia, this is all political board uh ploy, literally. But it was another guy too. I saw a story they got arrested last year in Russia. He got ten, nine to ten years, same with Brittany Griner as well. So it's whatever Russia doing over there, man. I I... (laughs)
4: consistency is not key for them. Consistency (laughs) is not key for them.
3: Audrey Lorber is is her name, Shady. Audrey Lorber. she was 19. First of all, you you underage, you know what I'm saying. Then Brittany got to pay like a million dollar rubies, whatever that is. She had to pay fifteen thousand. So, <laughs> what, what, what we what we doing here? Yeah, See,
2: I got a question. Do y'all think the like the WNBA deserves some kind of blame as well for this kind of ordeal? Absolutely, oh, ah, oh, we do. because uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, if WNBA was paying play the players it. properly, then you wouldn't have to be going to Russia. To get, you know, some more of their that bags. That's what I'm just saying. Yeah. But you can't
3: really blame the WNBA for that though. I mean, players go overseas all the time. No. Not no. not the NBA not, though.
2: Yeah, NBA I players guarantee. are not going
1: overseas.
0: Your
2: I think I paid enough
1: they won't have to go. Yeah. I guarantee if they had at least a fraction of an NBA contract, they would not be going overseas to get their extra bag. That is a guarantee. Mm-hmm.
3: The WNBA ain't got none that that, that have Brittany grounded with THC. He ain't making a smoke weed. <laughs> no, we ain't saying that. We ain't saying that. No, we're not yeah. saying yeah. 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 well, I'm saying. Yeah. You can't blame the WNBA for her yeah. We're not giving no,
0: like, a blame blame. It's just like right. Yeah.
2: But Brittany Ground ain't got no reason to be in Russia except playing basketball. All right. Now, he that's not a vacation spot. That's
3: yeah,
0: yeah, it's true. No. <laughs> no. Uh,
3: that's
0: a good way. But man, moving forward, uh, one other thing before we get to our NFL talks. Uh, rest in peace, be russell. Uh he died. he was coming back from Dallas Sunday. Um, uh, like I said, so much news we missed two weeks, so a lot of things we had to bring up. uh so I did want to definitely power respect to say recipes to be a russell. Definitely an icon. You no know, doubt up there at age, so it, it's not, I ain't gonna say it's too shocking. He, you know, the definitely just come in as complete shock as get older, that's what happens. But uh rest to be a russell, man. Um bro, definitely a basketball icon definitely paid the way for all the NBA players and it definitely be missed. I couldn't help but uh you think about the clip when he told all the folks he kicked their ass on the, the SBs. But <laughs> that was, <laughs> was hilarious. That you was know? that was great. <laughs> All right, NFL. Like I said, we're gonna do our team's outlook because y'all know we all I'm a Titans fan, Tuka's a Panthers fan, Trev is a Steelers fan, and she is a Cowboys fan. And uh, also, Scowler, who's uh missing today, he's a Steelers fan as well. So, we're gonna have an episode kind of dedicated to our teams. Uh, we're kicking off with the Titans for this uh, this week. And I got Ryan on, uh, as a fellow Titans fan, as a fellow supporter of the podcast, uh, to definitely come on and definitely help me with this topic so Titans season preview or season outlook What you say what me and him are going to discuss what we just think the Titans are going to do this year uh things that national media don't ever talk about us so things probably y'all and whoever listening should watch out for the Titans. just give y'all more info information that is not given that y'all won't ever see unless y'all follow like Titans uh people so Ryan you start first with uh giving the season preview for the Titans
2: Well, uh, basically the season preview is just going to be about just kind of being consistent. You know, that's kind of been the word today. Um, You know, really the Titans didn't lose a whole lot of people besides, you know, they trade A.J. Brown. um, They cut Julio Jones. um, they You know, they cut Roger Sappho, but that was pretty much it. But if you really think about it, I think the Titans, it really is all going to start and stop with Ryan Tannehill. If Ryan Tannehill can basically eliminate the mistakes and everything, the Titans will have a successful season. Um, also, too, the offensive line is pretty. It's a really big question mark. I'm just keeping it real. I think it's a really big question mark. Uh, I don't. I don't know who's going to play left guard. I don't know who's going to really play right tackle. And this is coming from a season where Ryan Tannehill was one of the most set quarterbacks in the National Football League. So it's going to be very interesting to see who's going to fill out those spots especially at left left guard where roger salford although he wasn't a great pass blocker he was a really good run blocker and we always used to say run left because left is where the and salford was at and that's where henry would have most of his assists run, uh, running the football but you really think about it the, the biggest question mark to me is really the offensive line the wide receiver is not that big of a question mark to me because i feel like Based off the the offensive philosophy of the Titans, they're a run-first team. So, you know, having a guy like Robert Woods, which I think is probably the most underrated um, transaction that happened in the offseason, getting him for really nothing, uh, I think that's going to help out those young receivers, those young unproven receivers, guys like Traylon Burks, guys like Nakia Westbrook-Akina, and whoever else is going to make the roster in the wide receiver spot. And then getting Austin Hooper was a good sign there as well. Um, don't don't look at what Austin Hooper did in Cleveland, because you know, they had Baker Mayfield quarterback. But um look at what he did in, in Atlanta. Now in Atlanta, he was a pro bowler. In Cleveland, he kind of struggled, kind of, you know, they couldn't really find an offensive flow, you know, between uh, Mayfield and Hooper. I so think I think a coach, Hooper's gonna be is. A, a which is a
3: <laughs> I think it was a coaching, but it is what it is.
2: Yeah, I, I guess so. You can blame the Steph- uh, Kevin Stefanski for that as well, but you know, of course, he's not throwing the football, so I, I'm going to blame Baker Mayfield on it. So, I, to me, I just think that the Titans, um, what's was not being talked about in national media is how really good their defense is. I think their defense has the potential of being a top ten defense. Uh, I think, I think, especially with Jeffrey Simmons being the number two rated defensive uh, lineman. Right behind Aaron Donald, according to ESPN, I think, you know, speaks by himself his work. I like what Harold Landry is doing. I like what, you know, Bud Dupree, now year two coming back from the ACL injury now. I like what, uh, you know, got Kevin Bayer, He's one of the top safeties in the league. And, you know, corner, I mean, it, they're young and unproven, but I think I see the potential. I think Fulton had a great year last year. But, you know, getting Roger McCreary, I think, was an underrated draft pick in the second round. So I, I really like what the Titans are doing. I just, you know, it's just a lot of, you know, cautiously optimistic opportunities for the Titans for this particular season.
0: Yep. I'm right along with Ryan. Um defense, we pretty much returned everybody who started at the end of last season when Zach Cunningham came over from the Texans, who was regarded as one of the best linebackers in the NFL, with Jeffrey Simmons, who everybody saw in that Rams game. On the same field share with Aaron Donald was probably the most dominant player in that game uh, and who is highly regarded as probably after Aaron Donald as one of the best league linemen in the NFL. Uh, Kevin Byer, who's regarded, if not the best safety, top three, you know, in there, Minka Fitzpatrick from the Steelers and, uh, you know, any other safety you want to put in that category. Uh Defense, Harold Landry, who we just re resigned. who I bet you <laughs> if we didn't re him, Everybody been talking about all Titans to resign him, but since we resigned him, you don't hear his name no more, right? So it's <laughs> just one of those things about being a small market team that no, that's what comes against us. But the defense, I expect them to be top 10. Uh, we had number two rush defense last year, and we missed being number one by a couple of yards. So, and we got everybody returning on their front seven, like you said, above debris, four year healthy now. Um, uh, I think they're on the ready to go on defense. Got young cornerbacks, uh, young talented cornerbacks. So that's the biggest question on defense, but they are talented. Uh, first, first round pick, Caleb Fardy's back, second round pick from two years ago. Christian Fulton was our best corner last year. He's back. Uh drafted Roger McCreary from Auburn in second round this year. And Elijah Molden. So we are pretty set on defense. Uh, if you ask me, um, offensive-wise is the big question. Offensive line is probably the biggest question. Yeah, hey, gotta mention AJ Brown right Trade to AJ Brown, right? Um I'm about throw out some stats a.j brown julio jones and I, number one tight end last year andy ferguson combined for 1594 yards eight touchdowns jamar chase had fourteen hundred fifty-five yards by himself last year so uh AJ your a be close i ain't about like he ain't no loss <laughs> but 25 million dollars a year in the run first offense who missed who missed time got injury questions i understand what happened i hate it when the trade first happened as y'all remember i came on this podcast had a you know savage eagles man hyped up right but who, who are who are also my first offense, so i don't expect his stats to go up too much uh honestly but AJ brown's top is a talented receiver but i got a question for a two she and trevor is AJ brown considered a top 10 receiver so y'all just off the
4: top of y'all head no Mm, <laughs> I'm gonna say if he, I'm gonna say yes, but like he's on the lower to, half, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say he'd be like nine, 10, 11, somewhere mm-hmm. around that range,
0: yeah. Yep, yeah, that's about why I have him, so that's why I'm thinking like it's like we traded a borderline top 10 receiver who not definitely a top 10 receiver, and it was like just like this big old deal made up. And when we did, still re- uh, got Robert Woods back, and we drafted. Pretty much who was supposed to be an uh, A.J. like player in uh Traylon Burks. Also, we got to be able to tight end, like you said, with Austin Hooper. And also, we drafted uh Chick Congo who had the fastest 40-time in tight end, so he's been looking pretty well at camp. So, I think overall, last year we sucked at tight end. Like, Anthony Ferguson was our number one tight end. Y'all don't know you who Anthony First is. So I didn't even ask y'all that question. <laughs> y'all know Austin Hooper is. So, know off the top of the head. Uh, so, I think we'll be better. So, I think the biggest question is the offensive line. Uh, I know Tannehill, to me, regular season, we're fine. I think everybody's taking like we're about to take this huge step back from being the one seed, being 12-5, and five, and like we're about to have a losing season. We haven't had a losing season in six years. So uh, there's no reason for me to think that we're going to have a losing season this year. We do have a tougher schedule. We did have the Chiefs and the Bills at home last year. We got to play at Buffalo and at Kansas City this year. Matter of fact, we got to play the whole AFC West. So the schedule definitely get tougher. I have to play at Green Bay. Uh, had to play the nfc east uh hopefully the NFC East mad got better but it ain't that bad over there but uh played the bankers getting home so schedule did get a little tough but i think the Titans. uh my prediction i'll say we'll go 11 and 6. i think uh, it'll come down between us and the Colts. a lot of national media is gonna pick the Colts because i guess matt Ryan is all of a sudden the top top 10 quarterback apparently uh but uh, I think we'll get <laughs> we'll get to them one uh we'll win the AFC South on the last game of the uh of the season. It'll come down the last game. My goal, win a damn playoff game. Win a home damn playoff game. Every last two years we didn't got a home game the playoffs and lost them motherfucker. Just win a goddamn playoff game. <laughs> That's how I think I won. Just one. Just right, oh, yeah, I felt just I felt that yeah. one, cap. That's, That's, that one. One. Yeah, that That's, That's one. Just one playoff game, get him. Just please win a home I playoff see, game. Yeah, man. Not a doubt. That's all that. That's all I ask for this year. Everything else will be great. Y'all <laughs> Y'all getting the questions for us? Yeah, that's funny, man. Uh, I, actually,
3: I uh, um, oh, go ahead, She. Go ahead,
4: go ahead. No, I heard you say eleven and six. I'm sorry, Ryan. I missed yours. What was your potential record for the Titans this upcoming season?
2: Yeah, I don't think I missed this. So my bad on that. But I, yeah, I'm I'm the same with Shark. I say eleven
3: and six. It's
2: that's a fair record for them.
3: Do y'all think honestly? Do y'all think the Titans have reached y'all peak, or is it just really on um, on, on Tannehill? It's on Tannehill.
0: I think uh, we we may have reached our peak with him. Yes, uh, that might be the answer to that. Well, I think that's, with, that's, that's that's a
3: better question But y'all is. always had a great defense for years. Y'all had a great defense y'all o-line is, according to y'all is went down wide receiver kind of i guess borderline the same so it's like y'all kind of putting out the same product you know year in and year or less especially the last few years
0: yeah i would say it's mostly we you can almost angle to guarantee but the winning the division or at least being you know competitive we won the division two years in a row with him starting it's just getting winning the playoffs right him throwing three picks against the Bengals, which he said he you know, went to therapy and all day. He went through all day this offseason. I think what got outside after the AJ Brown trade was drafting Malik Willis. He ain't ready this year, but we're getting him ready, right? Just like Trey Lance with the 49ers. He about to get a shot this year out to sitting out. Just like Pat hopefully. Mahomes. Hopefully. Just like Pat <laughs> Mahomes. Yeah. Just like Pat <laughs> Mahomes. Uh, Alex Smith, He sat behind him for a year. So hopefully, if not even, it might even take Malik Willis two years, but we do got, you know, we got kind of like a contingent in place now where. If we have reached our ceiling, guess what? We can, we can probably extend it with him going forward. So um,
1: yeah, I, I think with the Titans, uh, Tannehill kind of keeps that window open for two years, which is probably enough time for them to evaluate Malik Willis. So um, if things don't work out and they feel that Malik Willis is ready year three, and you may see him out there as a starter.
3: How should derrick henry feel after hearing that because you're you you're on a point trev you know what i'm saying right on the target but that's two years on my body how should derrick henry feel
0: but like you said we still the, the contention is still open yeah I, what has to happen is if motherfucking nick Foles can win a super bowl i'd be damned to tanner hill could just get high <laughs> at the right time when the goddamn super bowl right <laughs> like if nick Foles can win you a super bowl come on now Tannehill, i mean just- just on, think about the bankers game if he didn't a dead throw the last clock is pick, right
1: twice a day, man.
0: If he didn't even throw the last, he threw three picks in the game. If he didn't mm-hmm. throw the last one, we probably win that game, right? Yeah, he just throw one last pick, we probably win the game. Like everybody's talking about the bankers' offense, we held them 16 points up to that point. Like, <laughs> like, it's just literally just that one less mistake he just literally got to make. But uh, Ryan, you go,
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean. Garoppolo made it to a Super Bowl too. And they <laughs> and a lot of people would consider they the same kind of tier of quarterback, you know, comparing Garoppolo and Tannehill. So he almost made it to a second one last season. So I mean, it can happen. I mean, with Tannehill, he's not a bad quarterback. It's just that everything around him has to be pretty much spot on in order for him to be successful. It means receivers got to do their job. Derrick Henry got to just be Derrick Henry. Offensive line got to protect. He's just one of those quarterbacks that he doesn't mask a lot of the other offensive mistakes like other quarterbacks do, like the Braves and the Rodgers and all those. You know, he just ha- he has to have everything else set up for him to be successful. And to your point, we probably have Pete with, Tanne- with Tannehill in regards of making the playoffs, winning the division. And to Sean's point, we just got to win a playoff game to at least make it seem like it was somewhat of a sus- – a successful season i mean we go one and done like the kentucky freshman for the third straight year then we're gonna be then you know we might have to just throw in malik willis out there and just see what we get and then if, if malik don't work out hopefully you know there'll be a good quarterback class two you know two or three years from now that we
0: have to you know evaluate we'll see and also, we're in one of the positions where, let's say, the season starts going. Let's say the season starts off not going well for us, and we start going to one and four, two and five, right? Because of Malik, the draft of Malik Willis, we're still going to be pretty excited. Let's go and start Malik Willis and see what we got. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So we kind of in a prior position where we can be really good, or we start to struggle, we still like okay. Let's see what we got, Malik Willis, because we still got, like you said, we got the defense. So you just get. You know, any type of competitive player on offense just really don't turn the ball over. We should be at every game going forward. It's just don't throw three picks in the biggest moment of the season at this yeah. point.
2: Kind of reminds me – this team kind of reminds me like the Patriots when they won their first three Super Bowls. They said there's no Tom Brady on this team, uh, you know, with a great running game, uh, mm-hmm. got, you know, some – Less than stellar receivers, other than um, you know, other than Robert Woods, and then they just relied on their defense, kind of like what New England did. They relied on their defense with you know Vrabel and Bruschi, and, you know Richard Seymour and those guys, and they just let Tom Brady be the be the you know the game manager. He wasn't the quote unquote goat yet. He was just a game manager. So I think that that philosophy could work could work to where Tannehill just be the game manager, don't turn the football over, and just you know let the defense do what they do. Hopefully, you know it's going to be a lot of ugly games. It's going to be a lot of seventeen to ten, twenty seventeen games. But as long as the Titans are on top of those kind of games, then it doesn't matter
4: to me. Shoot, to be honest, the Patriots are still playing like that. They still rely on their defense. If you want to be honest,
0: yeah, now they do. Yeah, yeah, with Nick Jones. Yeah. All right, man. That was it for questions. Cool, but well, yep, that's a go. I Titans outlook. Like I said, this segment is for fans, uh, people who are watching for y'all, like who probably don't know as much about our team because national media don't talk about us. Same thing goes for the Panthers when we get to the Panthers. I bet the same, been, same Ooh, thing
3: though. they talking about my my Panthers on skip and Shannon. Like, we, <laughs> we the next time yeah, yeah. of the time, Brady, ah, yeah. like,
1: they're
3: starting to get annoying,
1: Mm-mm, but yeah, Duke, stop first. yourself right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they're <laughs> talking about. I'm not gonna I mean, put no stock in, in. it. But
3: you're right. You're right. Nah, you're right.
1: You're right. I you know, don't, don't put no stock in it. Just let's wait till <laughs> the season starts.
0: Yeah. And yeah, also, even for like the Steelers and Cowboys, it's like a lot of people know stuff about them, but
1: really the Steelers because of the Corbett situation, ain't been the Steelers real, Jesus, they so. they usually are quiet, yeah. Unless they just so. make a real big splash. Like most you getting out of the Steelers right now is who uh needs to get paid at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. at this point, Deontay Johnson just got paid. Of course, Minka got his deal, and then of course we signed TJ at the end towards the end of last year. So but we'll do that preview when that day comes.
0: Yep. So the only team out of ours is cowboys everybody know about. But we actually have an unbiased cowboys fan to talk about them, right? So you ain't got to worry about the bite though. People somebody gonna win the Super Bowl, right? You got somebody that's actually gonna be realistic.
1: <laughs> he's the Cowboys fan, he's the Cowboy fan with sense. Exactly. It's a couple of them out. It's a couple of them out here that, that just do not know what they are talking about, and then it's a couple that's like shitty and a few others. So there you go. Yep.
3: But I mean, you still know what to expect every season.
0: <laughs> one, a July, the Titans. One, and done in the playoffs, pretty much. And yeah, don't, do the same stuff. <laughs> but uh, before, let's predict the ALC South uh, Division. Me and Ryan already gave out Titans record prediction. Uh, I said we went to the division, so. They come down the last game between us and cope, so pretty much we probably had the same record. So what what do y'all feel? One through four, what's y'all rank in the AFC South? Uh, to Sheedy, Trevor,
3: come back to me.
1: I can start first, real quick. Okay, um, yep. so if you want to hear more, if you want to hear the analysis on the Titans, just rewind uh this podcast because everything else that Sharky and Ryan cover with the Titans is pretty much exact. Um, I fully expect them to be the AFC South representative in the playoffs this year, this season. Uh, I think they edge out the Colts by maybe a couple of games, two games, game and a half, two games or something like that. Um, so I do have the Indianapolis Colts finish in second. I'll let my partner touch on Neilman just a second. Um, as far as the Jacksonville Jaguars, of course they have a youth movement moving. Uh, they got their number one draft pick and Trayvon Walker, who got his first sack in the hall of fame game. But, uh, not much to really talk about for the Jaguars because they were blown off the field in what is now the Doug Peterson era um, in Jacksonville. So we, we saw what Doug Peterson did with Carson Wentz and what he got out of Nick Foles and things of that nature. So Jacksonville is hoping that that same magic can happen with Trevor Lawrence. Um, they're going to be a pretty decent defense. It looks like they're building their uh linebacker core um, and then going from there. Going to be a little bit more predicated to stopping the run. Wasn't on full display in the Hall of Fame game because a lot of starters sat out. Uh, but I expect them to maybe win more, to, a couple of more games than they did last season. But I really don't expect them to do much as far as like a playoff uh, berth is concerned. And I can't get to my guy, Sheedy, where he'll cover the Texans and the Colts if he's back.
3: If not, I will do it. Um, okay. okay, he can do it. <laughs> do it. Um, so I think with the with with y'all defense, I think y'all are gonna lean more so on your defense, and I think that will win y'all the AFC South. Um, even though I'm the furthest thing of a Matt Ryan fan, I think he is a certain upgrade um, over Carson Wentz, so that does help with their receivers, and you do you don't have to rely on Jonathan Taylor as much um, as last season. I think he's still gonna have a pretty 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 good season. Um, so I, I got them as a close second. Uh they'll be they'll be better than last season for sure. Um, and of course uh, Jacksonville than the Texans, but I mean you don't really matter with them. Um, of course I like Trevor Lawrence. Just want him to get out of Jacksonville, man. Y'all know how I feel about my boy Sunshine, man. Just had to salute him. Um, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars will have a better team, of course. Like y'all say, you can only go up if you've been down for so long. Um, But hopefully they have a better season. But like I said, I think the Colts will be right on y'all, you know, trying to battle for that top two.
1: Yeah, I got got, uh, Indianapolis and um, Jacksonville is two and three right now uh, in the AFC South.
4: Yeah. um, Sorry about that. Bad connection, fellas. Hope you all can hear me. But Titans, it's your division to lose, to be honest. Um, The thing about the Titans, Titans, excuse me, the thing about the Colts, the Colts have some players that are on the PUP list. They're not going to be able to play until at least week six, um, which hurts them. A lot of good players, but of those first six games, I think three of them are against AFC South. People like Jaguars are twice, I think, and then Texans are one game. Um, and so I fully expect the Titans to really be the first seed, and then you got the Colts as the second seed. Um, I think the Jaguars will surprise people. I think they're going to win games that they probably shouldn't, Um, and then, of course, they're going to lose a lot more. (laughs) Um, And the Texans, I can't name you about four players on the Texas team, Um, and there's about 50-plus of those players, so I don't see them getting anything past the fourth seed in the AFC South.
0: <laughs> totally agree. Uh, I go. I just start Texas fourth. Uh, free. I would say free Brandon Cooks, but get get paid. He signed the contract extension. He got paid. He's the only player I can name in Houston. Davis Mills had a pretty good, decent uh rookie season, right? Uh, QB sure one, like,
1: Davis Mills. Let's let's. let's yeah, let's, hey, my a though. <laughs>
0: but I'm interested to see his season. Um, you know, Drew Lock had a good rookie year as well. So, and Davis Mills. Getting about the same amount of hype that Drew Lock got that offseason. So let's see. Uh, can he break the Drew Lock mode and ask and do, do, you to stand and do a little something his sophomore year? Uh, Jaguars, Doug Peterson being there, they're going to have a steady environment. Uh, Travis Etienne is back. You know, he missed his old rookie year, and he's been looking explosive. I've been here so far training camp. So I expect Jacksonville, at the very least, they're going to beat the Colts at home because they've done that for the last eight years or so. Uh, even when they were the worst team in the NFL, they still beat the Colts at home. Some way, somehow. So you can almost guarantee that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, the Colts, like I said, I think – I really think the Colts and science probably. Two years ago, I compared Matt Ryan's uh, to Philly Rivers when they got Philly Rivers. I think because they're his age now and Philly Rivers' age at that time, they're about the same old quarterback. Um, Then give me about the Colts seals. I think people are overrating their offensive line. I can't name anybody outside of Quentin Nelson on the offensive line, and you need five people on the offensive line to be good, right? Matthew, and I said, wait, well, I say, it's full name. Matt Ryan is a little older than Ryan Tannehill, and he already wasn't that much of a runner, athletic. So, if offensive line caves in, yeah, it could get a little, uh, you know, get a little dicey back there for him. But and also the receivers, um, it's crazy. We trade AJ Brown, and it's still an argument who has the best receiver core in the AOC South. They let you know all you need to know about the coast wide receivers, right? So, and they're not bad. I like, I, I love uh, Mike Pittman Junior., uh, but I don't know if he's the true number one. And that's, I guess that's be the proving point this season for him and uh, the other receivers that they've drafted. So I think we're about on the same level receiver-wise. Defensive-wise, their defense is really good. They didn't have that much of a pass rush, uh, but they traded for Yannick Ngakwe, and they signed Stephon Gilmore. Now, Tuke, you can tell us. Is Stephon Gilmore still any good?
3: Yes. yes. Okay. No, no, this is a legit question because he is older. Um, he came to the Panthers, you know, back home as a player like, okay, let's see what he did. And he had a pretty great season, actually. It's just that okay. the rest of was defense was like injured and stuff. But that's another topic. But okay, yeah,
0: go. okay, that's the okay. question I had about that about the signing because you know players get older. I didn't really hear much about he signed. You
3: just saw the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that.
4: Uh, I saw he didn't that. <laughs> so. Hey, y'all know they have no, no, a, no, I'm sorry. I was referring to the, the Panthers defense around him aw, at that point. That's
0: <laughs> and uh, back with the Colts, y'all know, uh, remember, uh, Darius Leonard is now Shaquille Leonard. He, he's going by his actual first name now, he's referring to him as Shaquille Leonard. So don't forget that <laughs> Shaquille Leonard is one of the best nine backs in the field. And I, I, I love the battle with the Colts, man. It, it's that's always fun. So I, it's gonna come down to us. I think both of us will probably have the same record. It's gonna come, come down to the top record, really. Yeah, that can go either way. I think we're gonna go quit the season series. So uh good matchup with that. So Ryan, what's your thoughts? well, of course I got the Titans winning
2: the division, but um I think the Colts are a little bit overrated. And I think Frank Wright is gonna be a little bit is a little bit overrated as a coach. I just think that if you remember last season, like when they had those matchups against the Titans, Jonathan Taylor really kind of had his way with the Titans defense. And the the reason why um, but t- uh, really, they didn't. They really didn't give John Tate a whole lot of carries. It was like one game he had like 13 carries, but he had like 69 yards. He was getting like seven yards a carry, but he wasn't just getting the, the rock that much. And it wasn't like it was a you know those games were blowouts. Those were games were like within striking distance. So it, to me, I think I just think Frank Wright is a is an overrated coach. The me- the national media loves the Colts for whatever reason. I don't know. if It's the weather out there in Indianapolis, or whatever the case may be. But uh, I just think the Colts are overrated. I think their defense is really good. I just don't, uh, you know, I just don't think they got enough to overtake the Titans or even be a playoff caliber team. That's just my opinion. Um, I'm pretty high on the Jaguars. Uh, actually, I do like. Um, having Doug Peterson as their coach, you know, a guy that can get the most out of quarterbacks and things of that nature, and it's going to help Sunshine Trevor Lawrence. I think that Trevor Lawrence uh, is going to learn a lot from Doug Peterson, and I think that you know he's going to have Trevor Lawrence's best interest in mind compared to the stuff that he went through with Urban Meyer. So, you know, their defense is is really young. I think they're still going to struggle a little bit, but I think offensively, I think the Jaguars are going to be really respectable. Getting a guy like Christian Kirk is going to help. You know, with the deep ball and things of that nature. You know, the running backs, you got, you know, you got, you know, Travis Etienne and James Robinson. So they got a nice tandem of running backs. So I just think that um that the that the Jaguars are gonna be, you know, I'm not gonna say they're gonna make the playoffs, but I think they're a six somewhere like a six, seven win team. I think this that's possible. And then the Texans, I mean, they got long neck Davis Mills. I mean, I can't I can't name five players either, other than Mills uh cooks and that's pretty much it and I just know they coaches love smith that's it I just think yeah. this is gonna be another
1: struggle I think it's gonna be another two or three win season for them Go ahead and do it Ryan it would it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Ryan if, if it wasn't go ahead and do it. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Do the Jaguars win more games from the coast this season? No I I I respect the
2: coast a little bit more, and just say that, that the coast will okay, I mean,
1: I mean, you was you was hyping up Jacksonville, kind of shooting down Indianapolis. So I just had to go on and, and kind of put you on the spot right there. It's a rivalry? Just to thing? make
3: sure. Uh, beat the Colts. <laughs> I, yeah, That's they a, will beat the Colts. So, so, so I so yes. okay. not, not Ryan. You know, you know, it's, it's a
2: rivalry. I'll say this: if if the Colts get off to a bad start, then I can see the Jaguars overtaking the Colts but other than that I just to me Matt Ryan even though he's not that much of an upgrade over Carson Wentz I still think that the Colts will win enough games to put themselves in playoff contention the Jaguars I think the Jaguars are going to be like kind of like Detroit last year where they started off really really slow but then they end up finding their identity towards the end and start winning some games like games they they probably had no
0: business winning but they end up winning those games.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. I got you. Mm, sound good. So, that's our uh, AFC South Predictions. Probably the first Titans winning division, I've heard, uh, this offseason. And all of us did that. So, that lets you know, we geeked the reel over here. <laughs> and we'll see, man. Like I like to some some coming down to Titans and Coats. I mean, I think we all pretty much know that's the that's what's going to go down to. And whichever side you pick, that's the side you just side to roll with. Now, the all-important. Tough division we got to pick. The, the division the AFC South has to go against the damn AFC West.
1: Who we? Boy, boy, boy.
3: These are, we can make these predictions, and all of us can be a hundred percent wrong. <laughs> it's
1: gonna it yeah, LA, anybody, LA, anybody go. Yeah, anybody, anybody can win the AFC West at this point. <laughs> so I'll just be honest with you. Travel go first. Sheedy. Who we? Oh. I don't think it'll be Kansas City again this year. I I think Kansas City does take a step back. I think Patrick Mahomes will feel the effects of not having Tyreek Hill uh, on the outside. Now he still has Travis Kelsey, which is very formal at a tight end, but I think not having that go-to receiver that he had with Tyreek Hill is gonna hurt a little bit. I do expect them to still be in playoff contention, but I just think they just take a step back. They're not gonna run through the AFC West like they've been doing with the past couple of years. Um, I really like what the Raiders have done in the offseason. Of course, getting Devontae Adams. Uh, they looked impressive in their uh in the Hall of Fame game. I I hear they're actually looking to shot shop Josh Jacobs, which is kind of a bit of a head scratcher to me. So if anybody can provide a little bit more insight on that, let me know. Um uh, but I fully expect them to be there as well. Uh Denver just got Denver's only problem has been the quarterback position, they got probably the best upgrade that they can get in signing Russell Wilson. Um, and then you have the the charges with Justin Herbert. So literally anybody in this, this division can win it. I'm pretty sure if there's, there's a high chance we may get three, if not all four of these teams in the playoffs, because I think they're going to beat up on each other and they're just as formidable against anyone else in the AFC. So I'll just go with it like this. I will take the Chargers to finish fourth because I think they get off to a hot start every year and then towards the end, they tend to trickle off. But they may finish fourth, but they'll still be in contention to possibly get a playoff spot. I'll put them there. Uh, I'll go with the Chiefs third because I think the Chiefs do take us somewhat of a step back, but they'll still win enough games again to put themselves in playoff contention. And Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, you can pretty much bet on the Chiefs pretty much every time. Uh, I think the Raiders would – actually, no. I'll go with Denver here. I think Denver uh, gets off to a slow start as they adjust to Russell Wilson, and once Russell Wilson is able to get things clicking, and just to be honest, he he got some better weapons than he had in Seattle, and to go along with that great defense that they have, uh, Denver can win some games, and ultimately in the end, I think the Las Vegas Raiders uh, take the AFC West, BD, uh, one that has a division game, um, for uh, representing the AFC West in the playoffs. Um, I think we're gonna see Derek Carr have something remotely close to his uh, quote unquote MVP season, uh, that he had before he eventually gotten hurt. Um, I think signing Devontae Adams is really gonna do wonders for him. Um, just like uh, the Broncos, they got a nice defense to go along with uh, everything that they got going on the offense. So uh, give me the Raiders to, to win the AFC West. But honestly, any one of these four really have a shot to win the AFC West. But I'm going with the Raiders.
4: Got it. Um, I'll try to be brief as um, for this one. Again, to Tuke's point. <laughs> we all four can be wrong about this and anyone can win. Um, I don't think all four teams can come to the playoffs, but I think three for sure. Um, I agree with you, Trevor. I think Chargers are the fourth seed Um, right now, even though they did do an upgrade on the defensive line. um, I just... Of the quarterbacks that are in that division, to me right now, Justin Herbert is not the best quarterback, Um, and so I would put him fourth. Um, I think that the number one seed from the AFC West and who will win the AFC West will be Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Um, to your point, better receivers, so to speak, better route runners, for sure. Um, and, you know, last time Russell Wilson had a pretty decent defense, you know, he did some things uh, with Seattle. Um, two seed is definitely going to be the Raiders, um, and that puts the uh, Chiefs at third. I, I, I said, You did not say anything about Tyreek Hill. I mean, you talked about Tyreek Hill. Trouble, just say anything about your boy Juju coming there, but I guess you don't believe in Juju either. Um, so I understand.
1: J- J- uh, Juju is not a one, let's I think I've made that <laughs> clear. He's not a number one receiver, he's a number hey, two. He may not be, what it is. he may not be. I'd I heard don't know. Scott Moore,
0: decision. I'd heard about Scott Moore in a trade account, yeah. <laughs> okay,
4: it, it, it may change, but I
1: have to that. that's just
4: me. Yeah, I don't think information is going to change there. Um. But to me, like I said, it, when you're looking at these four teams, there's been upgrades everywhere except for the Chiefs, I think, are the only team that really did a downgrade, so to speak, with losing Tyreek Hill. So I agree with that. Um, but that drop just puts them to the third seed in the AFC West. Again, I think the Chargers are four. Uh, Chiefs, third. Second will be the Raiders. Um, and no, And I expect the Raiders to actually win their first game uh, within the playoffs because I just really think that highly of them once they get there. Again, they, they were what? That one game they didn't have Waller, right? Um, when they played in the playoffs, uh, who knows what he could have done? He wasn't—he wasn't one hundred percent, excuse me. And then, like I said, with Russell Wilson, Judy, um, and that defense—it's uh, underrated defense because no one watches the Broncos like that. Um, they're a top ten defense for sure, and I think they can do some things come playoff time as long as they don't meet the Raiders. Yeah. Tommy.
1: Yeah.
3: Good because uh, I know we're gonna do awards and all that in another episode, but y'all got MVP Herbert all the way messed up. Y'all, y'all, y'all just call him the fourth best quarterback in that division when he, he had was y'all. Teams. He was y'all. Uh, my bad. He was uh, y'all. y'all. I, I haven't oh, win yet. Six six nine. Nine. My bad, Trevor, because you did go, but I didn't put my name. My bad, my bad. She, you, you know what it is, what it is, but y'all got Herbert messed up. Y'all know he had more, more yards and more touchdowns than your boy Pat Mahomes, right? <laughs> y'all know Pat Mahomes just lost his biggest weapon, quote unquote the fastest wide receiver, his his go-to, if you will, on a dead play, right? So I expect them to go this, down. This has I mean, no,
1: this he, has nothing to do with Justin Herbert. This is more you're right. So, so let me get you. You know that
3: Chargers team that you know that, that they, they got balls, right? They go for and fourth down just to figure out themselves. They got better on defense, they got freaking Khalil Mack. They got free. Come on, bro. I
4: understand all of that. <laughs> right, so let, let it let it, hold on, Trevor. let it let it, let it, let him go. Let him go. Let's oh, see. Okay, right, no,
3: You're you right. so Yeah, I gave you your time. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, You're sure right. You it. right. It I'm finish four, sorry. four I'm already. Sorry. I ain't say a damn thing. Is it my turn? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let go me go skip payments on you. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead, man. All right, I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. No, but,
3: <laughs> no, but just looking at, you know, the, the, the charges from last season, they were still a, a game away from, you know, from from the uh, – what was it? The Chiefs, you know what I'm saying? Maybe three games, something like that, from the second. So you upgraded that def- – the one game. Then you upgrade that defense like that. You got Justin Herbert, you know, feeling more comfortable in that third year. This is an MVP team, you know, MVP player on a team that can make some real damage this year. Now, I know – you know, they haven't done something in the past. But if you look at their roster, they've gotten hella better. If you look at the, the the Vegas Raiders, who I got second. Y'all know I've been on a regular slick bandwagon for a minute. They did get a hella better. But, you know, questions about their defense, I'm still, you know what I'm saying? They did lose Khalil, Mack, which is a huge thing, and the Chargers ended up getting them. But, you know, their offense would be a lot better. I got the Vegas Raiders number two. But you lose Tyreek Hill as the Kansas City Chiefs. That I'm not gonna say that's your offense because you do got Travis Kelsey and I'd never be disrespectful to him. But I'm always said that Juju Smith-Schuster is not a number one receiver and now he's going to where he's gonna have to play like one and I don't think he has it, especially if you don't have that speed option ready for Mahomes. Like, it, it, would the Chiefs running game be better or will it be snag stagnant just like it's always been? Would a defense be better? or would it be stagnant as they always been like it's too many question marks around the Chiefs Pat Mahomes is that guy and I've always you know if it's anybody that's went against him on this podcast it's me and it's not because of him it's just because of kind of what's around them and looking at what's around them you lost your number one target that's gonna hit and then I got Denver finishing uh last of course that defense is a one but you, you got a rookie coach <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It, it is what's around you that's going to make or break you. Russell Wilson coming into a new situation. Coach coming into a new situation. You got a lot of rookies on defense. It's a new situation there. So I'm going to go with the Chargers not only to win that division, but to make some noise in the playoffs. And you got MVP Herbert after all the way up.
0: Mm. they be going cool. That Brian closed us out. That was a flamethrower on that one.
1: So I told you I can't win it. I yeah. <laughs> hey, well, we got three different answers though. So I I, I will well, say
0: that's gonna far, far to be the fun part of it. Let's go. Yeah, we all still can be wrong, literally. All right. Uh y'all remember last year I said NC West all four teams make the playoffs. I fell just shorter that three teams made it, and Russell Wilson got hurt. And Russell Wilson probably don't get hurt, what if? Right. But i was damn there, I was damn close. All four of these teams making playoffs, in my opinion. All right. Wherever well, I rank these folks, they are making the playoffs, and only division winners making it out of the other three. So that's why I'm gonna start off by saying it. the Broncos do got a new coach, that's why I got them at number four. Losing Tim Patrick, Terrence ACL being out for the season is pretty big as well. Um, he's I, I had Tim Patrick on my fantasy team the last couple years, I know he's good. So losing <laughs> him hurts. Uh, they still have Jerry Judy, they still have my guy from Penn State, I can't think name, KJ Hamlin. Uh, but uh, I don't think they got do they get built on the offensive line? It uh, seemed like Russell Wilson made the same props he had in Seattle. Their defense is real good, but yeah, the offensive line, Milder, new coach. The offensive line
1: is going to be a question mark. I, mm-hmm. I, really, I really do think so. But I, just, I think having Russell Wilson back there as opposed to Drew Locke, I don't think he's going to take – he's probably going to take a very uh decent amount of hits, but it won't be as much as probably Drew Locker or something like that. So that, that's my whole deal with that. Yep, yep. I got third.
0: I got the Raiders. Uh, like I said, all forty scenes making playoffs. Uh, Raiders, I think they got Chandler Jones. I think he's a bit overrated. I think he's good. But, like, last year, I think he had five sacks on Taylor One the first week of the season against the Titans in then you know, that horrible game for us. But after that, I think he finished the season with nine sacks or eight sacks. And he had five in one game. So, you know, it's – uh since he left the Patriots, he hasn't been like what he was with New England. And those, most mostly that happens when New England players leave and get paid, they are not as effective. Uh, but he does have uh what's my guy named Max Crosby? I was
1: like, he got Max Crosby over there, he so he's got an he, he yeah. opportunity to, to look like the old Chandler Jones because there's gonna yep. be a lot of double teams on Crosby now. Yep, they do got
0: him. They got my boy from the Titans. If he can stay healthy, jr Brown is over there. If he stays healthy, he's still a solid contributor. So but their defense still is kind of Iffy, right? Uh, the back, especially the back half. Uh, offensive wise, Derek Carr, man, him and Devonte Adams, former college roommates, college teammates. Um, he could have the same impact as Stephon Diggs had on Josh Allen. Now, I ain't saying Derrick Carr gonna beat Josh Allen, but that tandem might just be just as lethal as that one. Um, but I have them third for now. Chargers and Chiefs. Who I got second? Who I got first? When it seems so, you are who they are believing. The charges torch every single year. They find a way when they're supposed to be the best team. They're supposed to be. They're they're technically they really they have the most talented the most talented team and should win this division and probably Bobby, should be, absolutely they should be outside of the bills. They probably should be up there in the Super Bowl contention with the bills. Yes, and the I agree. I agree, especially, especially now. Exactly, especially now. But they show me who they are every single year, and I'm going to believe them. They gonna find a way to blow it and blow torch like they did last year. They had the Chiefs beat in that game, that Thursday night game. That would have won them the division, and they went proceeded to go for a fourth down like ten thousand times and lost the dang game. I believe they. I don't trust their coach. I just the Chargers do this stuff every year. I just don't trust them. They like the Cowboys.
3: So let let me ask you this though: Have they ever had a defense like this?
0: Yeah, and they they won 14 2 one year and lost in the first round of play. That was a long time ago, but they every year uh, they, long, they so, had a healthy Derwin James, so they, yeah. <laughs> yeah they had,
4: they had um,
0: had now, defense. they defense though, JC Jackson adding uh who uh Khalil Mack that helps, especially with uh Wish Bosa Joey Bosa that oh, definitely well. helps. They like I said, all signs point to the Chargers should win, and I really want to put them first, but I just they got it, they're gonna have to show me because I seen them right. blow it. Too many times, even last year, like it was like, how, why you call timeout in that last game against the Raiders? It had them kick the field goal, you in the playoffs. Like, it, it, they do stuff, they're just like, they gotta, they're gonna have to show me that they're not gonna do the again.
1: Thank you, thank you, Los Angeles, <laughs> for opening a very much impossible door <laughs> for, for the Pittsburgh Steelers to get in the All playoffs. Right. Thank you, I appreciate that. Mm. I, I do yeah. appreciate it. Thank you, that's why
0: I can't trust them. So that's why I kept the second. The Chiefs, until they, I know they lost Tyreek Hill and they have their defense ain't got built. But i seen Andy Reid, Philadelphia, and now in Kansas City and Pat Mahomes do it too many times. They showed me who they are. I'm going believe them. They're going to figure out a way to scrape through and get first place in this division. I think a receiver, Scott Moore, has been getting their uh, first round or second round draft pick. Um, has been getting raid reviews and training camp. He might be the number one receiver and Juju might be number two. They do have uh, the guy from uh Green Bay Valdez scanley So he'll probably be their deep threat. He ain't Tyreek yeah. Hill, but he was a deep threat. So I think that'll be a little deeper.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. They'd be a little deeper receiver. and probably teach Batman Holmes to spread the ball, spread the ball around a little more. So it might make him a better quarterback in this case, which is crazy uh to think of. And they're gonna have to run in more. So I don't know what they're gonna do about running back. But I think they show them who they are. I'm gonna believe them. Give me Chiefs number one. But like I said, I got all these teams that can playoffs anyway. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah That's
1: sure. I, I this is what's going to happen. Every team from this division is going to make the playoffs. The AFC South is going to get two. And then the other two divisions get one. Their division winners are going to make it. Yeah. All right. So I don't have all four
2: of these teams going to the playoffs. I actually got three of these teams going to the playoffs. Um, starting with the team that's going to win it, I think Kansas City is going to win it, uh, this division, simply because you got one coach that's been – coaching for like two plus decades and you got you know you got la they got their second year head coach vegas and denver got rookie head coaches so i'm gonna trust the, the sure thing i think Mahomes and re and are the sure thing compared to those other three teams yes they did their defense their defense was terrible last year the year before last and the year before that all right so it is what it is with their defense but Justin Reed, I mean, I think he's decent. He's a decent um, replacement for um, for Matthew or whatever. But yeah, their defense is go- their defense is gonna give up thirty points. I just still believe that Kansas City has the offense to still put up thirty five. So I just think that um, Kansas City is gonna win. I got um, I got the Chargers in second. I think uh, to me, I love their roster. I think they're they're a really good roster. I think it's a top five roster in the league. I just think that the reason why I can't put them over Kansas City, pretty much what Sharks said, they can't get out of their own way. They always doing something stupid, always something stupid. Make a miss field goal or you know a turnover with you know in their own territory, or something. You know, they're gonna do something stupid in a division game or in the most important game of the season that's just gonna keep them from winning either the division or even making the playoffs. But I still got the uh, the Chargers making the playoffs. I just think they, you know, their roster is just really good, and they did a really good job of upgrading their defense. And then I got the, uh, the Vegas Raiders in third. I, I really like the you know the Devontae Adams um, addition. I do like their defense with Chandler Jones um, combining with uh, Max Crosby. I like, you know, I like their. Um, I just really like their overall roster. The problem is too though is really the question is their coach Josh McDaniels. You know, this is his second stint as a head coach. And it's been a long gap between his first thing and his second stand. You remember what happened when Denver? You know, he pissed off players. He pissed off Jay Culler before Jay Culler was even ready to throw a football. He pissed off
0: Brandon Marshall, too. So, is he? Th- does he yeah. learn from that? To be fair, Brandon Marshall and Jay Culler were pretty pissed off individuals their whole careers.
1: Yeah,
2: fair. Yeah, that's fair. I can say, yeah, I understand that. But, yeah, I but the point I really want to make is, is he going to alienate Derek Carr and Devontae Adams? Because, you know, they got the chemistry because, you know, they've been friends and all that. They played in college together and stuff. So Josh McDaniels got to tone down his coaching. Has the, To me, I just think Josh McDaniels is just a great offensive coordinator and, not a, and just not going to be a very good coach. And that's okay. You know, that happens. Um, and then last – I'm honest, I think Denver Broncos is probably the most overrated team in football. I just think that having Russell Wilson is not going to really make that much of a difference because I feel like he's in the same situation that he was in Seattle. It's just cold, it's just a colder place. That's all it is. He, the offensive line is not very good, the running game is very inconsistent, and I don't see the defense y'all seeing the defense to me. I feel like to me, the defense was good because of who their coach was. Coach Vic Viangelo was a defensive-minded head coach. Now you got an offensive-minded head coach with a new right. defensive coordinator with a, with a different scheme, probably. And then also, too, Bradley Chubb can't stay healthy. Randy is, Gregory is very inconsistent. Their corners are pretty okay. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Ronald Darby. I do like certain I do like Justin Simmons. But – they don't really have a whole lot on defense. I just thought their scheme, the way F- uh Fiangelo in um uh, interpreted his scheme, fit just really well with the players that he had. And I just think he was just a great defensive minded head coach. Now you got Nathaniel Hackett, who's never been a head coach before. He's an offensive minded guy, and, and honestly, he just got the job because he played, he was the offensive coordinator for Green Bay, and Green Bay been successful over the last two or three years. So I just think that. Unfortunately, I just think Russell Wilson is going to be in the same situation he was last year where he has to carry the load and it's not going to be enough. So I just, so those are my four. I got Ken, Kansas City, Chargers, Vegas, and Denver. Those are my four.
3: Okay.
0: Well said, man. That's like uh, I think I uh, mentioned earlier, this division. We all could be wrong because we just all made different predictions. Everybody
1: going. had somebody different winning the division. I love it. That's great. Oh, man. But man, that
0: was fun, man. That does for this episode, Ryan. Thank you for coming on. You definitely was a great guest.
2: Appreciate it, man. I appreciate
0: uh, for the invite,
2: and you know we should do it again soon.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. We man. need to get them all for these top tens. If we're gonna do these top tens again, because uh, <laughs> yeah, or are man, we? We're man, not doing them. That's fine. I was asking, you know, just asking. Just happens. Taking them two weeks
0: out to, uh, hurt us. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, ryan,
0: it, be, yeah you're right since you take another <laughs> week off what we discuss uh after it but uh um ryan there but i know where they can follow you at yeah you can follow me on twitter at ryan
2: harris 662 i'm a pretty good follower i talk about the titans i talk about you know stuff that's going on in the world I talk about life you know if you want a positive person uh mostly positive person on on, on my tweets then you know i'm the guy to follow also, you can follow the podcast. It's what's called The Jump Pass at The Jump Pass TN. I'm on all streaming platforms. All the major ones, you know, Spotify, Amazon, Google, all that. I'm there. You'll see the podcast. You'll see Derrick Henry with The Jump Pass um, in that playoff game against the Baltimore Ravens. That's the podcast cover. So follow me on both of those platforms if you don't mind.
0: Yep. I can test. Great follow. Um, uh, Definitely uh unbiased and positive fan of <laughs> the Tyson all our team. So, but, like I said, appreciate you coming on, bro. Uh y'all know, y'all can always follow me at the one underscore P-Shark. Yes, sir.
1: Man, can- look, I'm at the auto Trevor on Twitter. Just positively sports everything. I'm just that dude or try to be that dude at least. So, at the auto Trevor. You
3: that dude, bro. You that dude, bro. We speaking positivity, bro. <laughs> you that dude, bro. Make sure y'all go follow me at Teal man. I'm about to go get my Aaron Rodgers on, so y'all be easy, y'all be great, y'all enjoy this happy
1: Saturday. You know what I'm saying? That is we hilarious know. that he probably threw for 400 against somebody while having a trip. That is hilarious.
3: Mm-mm-mm. Tell you, hey, man, you can't, hey, Don't question God's plan, bro. We're gonna be great one day.
0: That's yep. true. <laughs> but until next time, y'all. Remember, this still the podcast platform. Peace. Peace.